Erica, Bianca, Dazzly, and Erica, and welcome to Race Reality. In today's podcast, we will be discussing the relationship between race and cultural identity. To do so, we will first need to define what those terms mean and what variables contribute to their establishment. Webster Dictionary defines race as a category of humankind that shares certain distinctive physical traits. It also defines cultural identity as the feeling of belonging to a specific group. Journalist Steve Olson, a graduate from Yale University, studied the path of our species through genes and continents. Through tracking all of humanity back to a small group that lived in Eastern Africa, he was able to expose various racial myths. Regardless of what appear to be differences among us, Olson suggests biologically we are all basically the same. In the end of race, Hawaii, and the mixing of peoples, Olson considers race to be something that cannot be boiled down to our physical makeup. By the end of our podcast, we will have answered three important questions about race. First, does the history of a particular race determine its importance as a cultural identity? Second, can an individual decide which race they belong to? And last, can a race have ownership over its cultural aspects? Although race and cultural identity are controversial topics to be discussed, we think that it is important to bring awareness because race has the potential to become more complex as time goes on. history, we see major events taking place, stemming from elements such as ethnocentrism and racism. Some of the most significant cases that have affected various cultures include the enslavement of African Americans in the United States, the Irish potato famine, and the mass genocide of Jewish people during the Holocaust. Regarding the Holocaust, as someone that comes from Jewish descent, I believe that the history of a particular race can absolutely dictate its importance as a cultural identity. Something as traumatic as the Holocaust has begun to influence Jewish descendants for generations. In my opinion, the mass genocide of the Holocaust will always be an event that Jewish people will remember and be able to recognize the strength and ability to live through such a massacre. Definitely. That makes sense. To add on to that, I found an article by Lisa Wexler that highlights the importance of identity, history, and culture in the well-being of indigenous youth. In it, she writes, Cultural identification includes recognizing one's cultural attributes, beliefs, values, practices, norms, traditions, and heritage, along with understanding how they are and are not reflected in oneself. The variables mentioned by Wexler, including beliefs, values, norms, etc., are all factors derived from history, much like the values that Erica describes came out of the Holocaust. So both of you are saying that you do in fact believe that the history of a particular race dictates its importance as a cultural identity? Yes. Through the connection to the Holocaust, as well as the connection to the quote from Lisa Wexler, we do believe that a particular event in history can dictate importance over a certain race and culture. Do 
you guys think it's acceptable for someone to choose a specific race to identify with, even if they aren't biologically connected to that race? I believe that someone can choose to identify with a certain race only if they are of mixed race themselves. For example, both of my parents are from Brazil, but I was born and raised in the United States. When I'm at school or work amongst my peers, I identify as American because I'm surrounded by other Americans. However, at home with my family, I speak mostly Portuguese and identify as Brazilian. Thus, depending on the situation, I can choose which race I want to be associated with. I agree completely with what you're saying. Olson gives a great quote to back that up as well as connecting that to the large melting pot of Hawaii. He states, the community of descent that a person associates with has become more like a professional or religious affiliation, a connection over which a person has some measure of control. On one hand, I believe that this connects with what Bianca was stating because on a professional level and technical level, Bianca is an American as she was born on American soil, but through religious affiliation, Brazilian tradition, and cultural aspects, she also has a completely justifiable right to call herself a Brazilian. On the other hand, I think it is completely disrespectful to identify with a race or culture that you do not biologically belong to, such as someone from Asian descent identifying themselves as someone from African American descent. I see what you guys are saying. There's a line of respect people should have for other cultures and races, and that line just shouldn't be crossed. Exactly. So in one way, people of mixed races should be allowed to choose which race or cultural background they want to identify with, while those who biologically only belong to one race cannot. Now on to the most controversial question, is it fair for a particular race to feel that they have ownership over specific cultural aspects such as music, food, and fashion? An ancestry, and they simply did not have to go through the many challenges experienced by African Americans throughout history. So what you're saying that there is a difference between someone having admiration and taking inspiration from a certain culture or race and someone identifying as another race for personal gain? Yes, there's a fine line of respect that should not be crossed. Therefore, in some circumstances, cultures do have ownership over their cultural aspects as it is where they originate from. However, it may be acceptable to admire and draw inspiration from other races' cultural aspects when done in a respectful manner. Eric and Bianca for coming on to today's podcast and sharing your thoughts about cultural identity and bringing up some great relatable examples with Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, and Rachel Dolezal. Also, thanks for sharing your personal experiences like when Bianca chooses to identify as American around peers and Brazilian around family. Yes, thank you guys for being here today and we'd also like to thank our audience for listening in on today's Race Reality episode as well as Steve Olson and Lisa Wexler for allowing us the opportunity to use their articles as a source in today's topic about racial and cultural identity.